Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. everyone welcome to another episode of the words of heart podcast i am your host Dion sanchez and in this episode we are going to shake things up a bit joining me in this episode is my good friend and fellow podcaster abigail who is the host of the manic pixie weirdo podcast she was also on in a previous episode called um i believe it was called manic pixie weirdo trivia or something like that either way she is back with me in this episode she is gonna put me in the hot seat on my very own show about being single so abigail take it away Hi, Dee. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so glad you are here. This should be fun. (laughs) I'm excited. Okay, so let's just get started. So, well, first, I guess the very obvious question is, what is it like being single in the modern day? What is it like being single in the modern day? It is not fun at all. (laughs) I... (laughs) I don't, and I mean, yes, being single and embracing your independence is fabulous. And I've learned to adapt to that in some way, but it doesn't, it doesn't beat the warm, nice cuddles and snuggles with a particular spouse. I mean, you can cuddle yourself, but it's not quite the same feeling. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. (laughs) Um, Have you tried like dating apps and stuff, or are you more of a like, uh, an old school where you go to like a bar or like a movie or something? Well, I am guilty of using dating apps. Um, I, um, I didn't, wasn't really, I didn't really start dating until I was 21. Um, I was allowed to date when I was 16 years old yet. Um, 
meeting guys or approaching guys wasn't in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a Christian, so obviously I still believed in saving sex before marriage, but you're a young woman, your body is evolving, and I learned to embrace my features and my aspects and assets of that nature, yet it's approaching guys wasn't possible for me. Um, so fast forward to me being 21, um, I started utilizing dating apps, even though Catfish gave me plenty of reasons not to. The show. Oh. <laughs> but I still utilized it anyhow because I just couldn't meet a guy. So I went on plenty of fish and okay, Cupid and all those particular dating apps could have seemed simpler. And I came across a guy named Kyle, and he ended up being my first boyfriend. Um, I was 21 at the time, and it didn't really last long, unfortunately. Um, We spoke about three months online. Um, Then we met, I want to say it was a March, um, around that time, three months. We met the fourth month, and we just dated. Um, We were basically in a relationship. Um, dated a couple times. Um, it was a couple months later, or not? It, well, it lasted six months, just to give you an accurate count. Barely lasted six months. Um, I was the one that ended it. Um, he was a good boyfriend. He was um, Caucasian, white. Um, not that I have anything against any gender or um, ethnicity of any kind. I I was just attracted to him. That's who I was particularly drawn to at the time. Um, we went to the movies. We went bowling. Um, what inevitably was the cause of it ending is he, I, I'm a big romantic at heart. Um, I was on your podcast a while back and I explained how my poetry uh, mantra is basically romantic and sensual. So yeah. um, I like to think I'm a huge romantic and I like to put in that into effect in far as relationships go or romantic relationships. And he was my first boyfriend. So the I, I, I was probably very naive. I'm not ashamed to say that. Just the idea of someone accepting me for me, which um, stems a bit from my childhood fitting in with my social peers and getting that acceptance and then wanting that that acceptance from a man for if that makes any sense mm-hmm. yeah 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 female we do want to be like desired and cherished and perhaps worshipped however you want to take that <laughs> um so the fact that he was interested in me I was just in awe of that so but because of how naive I was Um, I do believe communication is fairly important. Um, So um, unfortunately, um, I'm trying to think back. I was 21. (laughs) I'm about to be 26 next week. So it's been a while. But um, he would, um, I'm I'm a nice person. I'm understanding of circumstances. If you can't make it to something or a date, then I completely understand that. Like, I don't want you to be totally obsessed with me, but I do value some sense of time or some consideration. But Mm -hmm. I don't feel like he considered me um, as much as I thought because he would cancel dates literally seconds, the day of, seconds before he's actually scheduled to show up. And um, 
he had a he had parents his mom was sick with cancer and I was um sympathetic to that because my dad also had cancer and ailing parents so I get caring for them and taking care of them so I completely was respectful of that he's like oh my mom needs my help with chores and this and that um so I have to cancel I'm like okay okay being totally bummed about the situation but then several hours later I would come to the knowledge of the fact that he would he was free now so I me I would think hey he canceled the date. Perhaps he would still like to see me since that was part of the plan. But instead, he went to go hang out with his friends instead of trying to make up the date that was canceled. So what I began to um, picture or began to come to the realization is that it felt like he was picking his friends over me. He would cancel dates and ditch me to go hang out with his friends. And I'm all for friendships and hang out with dude, guy night, girl night. But I just didn't feel, I, I thought it was messed up that he, and this can became a constant thing. And if I wasn't front Facebook friends with one of his friends, <laughs> I probably would have no knowledge of the fact that he was off hanging out with them. So um, he would cancel dates. And then what was the real gut punch to me? breaking up with him is was that I he never introduced me to his parents um mm -hmm. we dated for about five months six barely six months and whenever the opportunity would come to meet his mom or dad um it just wouldn't happen so that really began to annoy me because he met my father and a fair a fair amount of people in my family um probably four or five of my family members and it just annoyed me because I mean we couldn't even do a FaceTime call I me mean, I know his mom is sick so but he he I feel like that wasn't even registering his brain like oh we can FaceTime we can do that or I can meet his dad like I don't have to meet both of them although I would like to one parent would be good enough I mean he didn't meet my mom he met my dad so I just felt like he wasn't um he didn't I wasn't, wasn't. supporting yeah yeah so I understand that yeah um I ended up breaking up with him I explained um that I was upset and um he just he didn't even try to fight for me he was just completely okay about it and then I texted him back saying that's the problem him not mm. fighting for me <laughs> so um yeah that ended um it was a fairly okay relationship, I feel. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like it was a it was a really bad relationship. It just kind but, of sounds like you guys were on different pages, and you know, and that's that's okay because it maybe it wasn't supposed to work out right then. You know, um, I just don't, I don't know. You know, there it's hindsight is 2020 and it's always easier looking back and yeah. like, you know, making critiques and stuff like that. And so it's, it's, I mean, it could have, it, it could have worked out, but I, eh. no, it's okay. And it's okay. And you know what? And that's okay. It's okay that it's okay. Maybe it wasn't supposed to, and that's okay. That's okay. It's not, it's not meant to be with everyone, you know? Right. Um, and I'm just, 
I'm so blinded by my own romantic nature that, and the thing is, <laughs> I wanted to try to, I wanted the silver lining. I wanted to work out, but it didn't. And just to give you further insight to the relationship, um, I mentioned him canceling dates. Um, he so okay. So like with oh, these. Oh, I, I, I'll, 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 my bad. Again, you're in control right now. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, so like, are these the things that you would consider to be important to you? Like these are things in a relationship that are important to you. And uh, like, what are they? I consider communication to be important. Um, The lack of communication, I find truly, 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 truly annoying. Okay. Um, it's it it doesn't sit well with me um, because of my childhood and my struggle to fit in and have friends and be alone. I don't sit well with the lack of communication and that's in any relationship. So communication is important to me. Honesty is important to me and feeling important and valued in your life. Um, that's very much important to me. Oh, those are all very valid things. I mean, those are all like, I think that's, that's true for me. That's definitely true for me. You know, I think that's true for a lot of people. And I think, will again, accepting me for who I am. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Um, I have been guilty of possibly changing who I am to attract a particular guy. Um, oh, I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> Um, just to give you some backtrack, um, <laughs> um, it was actually 2019. I was speaking to a guy. Um, I can give you more details <laughs> later, but actually, you know what? I'm just gonna be honest. If my audience kills me, then that's on them, I guess. <laughs> but um, I ended up um still communicating um with his best friend the best friend to my ex okay so we communicated he wasn't good at sustaining a relationship obviously and yet he confided in me I confided in him even though it was about his best friend which was incredibly awkward um and we developed some type of flirtationship I know that's not a word, but that's the best word. It is now. <laughs> a flirtationship, pretty much. And yet we never went out on a date. We've met each other, obviously, but it was just a lot of back and forth of him trying to get me to have sex with him. He would even say that he loves me. And I can go into further detail about that word, love. Also. Ooh, red flags, red flags, red flags. Because um, that particular word is used to me a lot, <laughs> um, which is crazy. But um, um, it, I was about, about to turn 24, um, and I was considering abandoning all I believe in for this particular guy. And yet um, I consider it a... A blessing and it didn't work out because <laughs> he inevitably ghosted me and blocked me like he normally does um for he freaked out or for whatever reason that may be but that particular month I ended up getting sick and my whole world took a turn for the worst anyhow um because I was developing symptoms of diabetes so it's a very good thing that um 
I didn't explore my sexuality um, in my new age because of everything that was going on with me or was going to occur to me because I was sick and I could have died. So, and then January, 2020 hit the year we all love. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's a forgotten year. We don't, we don't acknowledge that. (laughs) Yes, it is a forgotten year. It's a ghost year pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't exist. Didn't happen. (laughs) Um, The idea of finding someone is not easy for me. I had one boyfriend, then I had another boyfriend, courtesy of online relationships. And that lasted about a month and he ended up breaking up with me. Um, That one was particularly hard because he seeked me out. He chased me. He desired me for more than just my body which is a rare quality. And he got me to to take my guard down. He even watched Mm -hmm. YouTube videos of me that I posted and he just wanted to know everything about me. And he can tell that I've been hurt. Like he can see into my soul. It was really weird. (laughs) (laughs) But um, um, I got my guard down. Um, He got me to say those infamous words that I was so afraid to use because it seems like every time I say them, they just, they backfire. They haunt me. It never works for <laughs> me. Um, um, what are they? It's, I love you. Mm. Um, yeah. I was really conscious, cau- cautious of using those words. Like I never got a chance to experience those words really. And it seems like they're less than genuine when they're spoken to me. So I was really cautious. He was like really great and sweet um, I met his mom. That was <laughs> me. Um, he met my family, and um, we. It was October twenty seventh, um, twenty nine, not twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Um, so that would be a year ago, and we spent my birthday together. I got my wish. I've always wanted to spend my birthday with a boyfriend, and I had one. Um, and that Sunday, October twenty. 3rd not October November 23rd is um we were like giggling going back and forth and like oh say it say it say it no I don't want to say it and I ended up saying that I love you and that was a big deal because I actually began to believe the words he want he wanted me to believe that he would never hurt me um but then um I began to worry I think this may have been my downfall but I could be wrong I began to worry because he knew so much about me already um, that I feel like that the, you know, getting to know each other aspect was already, it already occurred. So what's, there was no mystery. There was no, how do we keep the conversation going if you already know so much about me? I, that was a real huge fear of mine. Like you're going to lose interest. You're just going to disappear because you already know so much. So, and that my fear ended up coming true because um one morning he texted me saying I don't think this is going to work out I have other things coming on in my life and I'm not ready for a serious relationship and that really hurt and I had trouble letting that go because it was the I finally let my guard down and was vulnerable and transparent and whoosh 
And it was like during Christmas, it's December. I had like literally just bought him a Christmas gift. My first time buying a gift for a, for a spouse and just all disappeared in an instant. And I think the issue is the fact that he was used to being in sexual relationships and mm-hmm. that's not where I was at. However, I was at a point in our relationship where if we were, if he was to ask me to have sex, then I was vulnerable enough that I, it would have happened, um, honestly, because mm. I genuinely loved him. And yet the second I said those words, poof, everything disappeared. So I've had that. I've had that too, where it feels like that. I think it's just, it's hard and it sucks and it's painful. Um, especially when you become so vulnerable in that I do think that when I am in, when I was in those relationships, it my anxiety, like you said, got the best of me too. And I would start to overthink everything. And then I would start to think like, this is just going to end. Like, I don't know why I'm taking it seriously. And I just, I would like psych myself out of it. And that didn't help the situation because it was almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy and it never ended up well, (laughs) but I don't know. I mean, it just, it's always hard. Like, are you okay? It is hard. And because it was probably the, I, it's hard for me to let go. I know mm. as people, we need to grow and evolve and change. And hey, I, I consider myself a warrior for change. So I'm probably like disparaging my mantra in a way, but it was hard for me to let that relationship go. And yet, and I'm beating myself up right now. Yet we're still in contact. And um, to be even more relevant, um, Maybe that's good though. He sent me a Snapchat this morning um, because I'm just scandalous. What is it? Um, It was just a photo of him in his uniform um, saying hi um, because I said, hey, last night I was having a really bad night and I just, I just messaged him out of pure comfort really. So I said, hey, Um, and he messaged me this morning with, hey, with a picture of himself and I was just so caught off guard because I didn't expect them to send me a picture. So um, I- Take it slow, take it slow, take it slow. If you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, please, please listen to me. If you're going to do it, go slow. Go very, very slowly. So, I mean, I I just, it's Snapchat. You take pictures, you send each other pictures. So, um. I just, I mean, I was getting ready for work. Um, so I just took a picture of myself on my phone with the whole mirror and the phone showing in my little work shirt mm-hmm. and just said, how are you? And just send it back to him. And um, I'm smiling because I didn't expect um, him to say anything about the photo or even respond really. Cause he has no reason to respond. Oh, look at you, you're blushing. He has no reason to respond to me i mean we're not in a relationship i mean for anything he should think i'm a weirdo because 
just no no um, no 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 get that i need you to be nicer to my friend you're you're being mean to my friend right now and i need you to be nicer to my friend you are a catch sweetheart (laughs) he messaged me back saying looking good and um that he was doing good and i was just like okay um he thinks i look good I was not expecting that. So in oh. the photo he sent me has been stuck in my head all day. I didn't save it. I know you can save things on Snapchat, but I thought that would be stupid of me to save it. So I didn't save it, but it's logged into my brain. And um, yeah, that's probably the, I mean, we've been talking to each other back and forth, back and forth. Um, I, my best. That, today was probably the first compliment he's given me. And that was totally unsolicited because I just in regular photo I I mean I have my hair up like now no lipstick just in a t-shirt you still look cute (laughs) so it was just interesting that he still thinks I look good and that he finds me attractive still so that was (laughs) good and then I try to go on my rest of my day and um he told me he was at work um because he's a security guard and Uh um I text him that, oh, I just got home from work. Ha-ha. So I'm lucky. So um, I guess he's still at work. But he hasn't snapped me back. But it was it felt good. I thought I looked good. It brought a smile to my face. So like well, yeah. Everybody likes to feel everybody likes to get compliments. Everybody likes to feel good. And you should. You should feel good. You should be smiling from ear to ear. Cause that's so cute. He's just such a good guy. It's hard for me to hate him. You just hate your no, 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 no. We need to no. We need to nip that in the bud right now. You should not hate your exes. You should just not think about them. (laughs) If only it was that simple. But um, no. But that's when you know. At least that's how I know like when I'm over somebody is when I don't think about you anymore at all. That's how I know that it's, that it's over. And it's not like I didn't try to get over him. I've tried, but there's a lot of. It's uh, hard. It's hard. Give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. Love. it's, It's words that should not be taken lightly. And yet for me, it's been told to me many, many times. And here's the thing. I know people believe in love at first sight. And I have an awesome personality. And I'm bubbly and nice. And I don't lie. But to give you a full concept of me talking to guys as a single female, for me, I talked to a guy for probably two seconds for one day we just met. And yet they have the audacity in their, I don't know, weird brain. Perhaps they have emotional issues, which again, no disrespect to anyone who goes through things. But for me, for that person to say they love me after speaking to me for two seconds in a day, I just find that to be disturbing and weird and crazy. Perhaps that's not how everybody else is, but love is a really powerful word. You should not just say it like you're getting a bag of tacos or something. Like you need to experience it. You need to let it grow. 
you should go on a date first before you even throw the word out and for me it's used constantly by guys I'm like yeah and the thing is it still occurs even after I explain my fear like hey I'm gonna be honest I'm worried about you saying that you love me before we even go on a date and yet it still happens and then bye-bye I like no red flag not talking to you anymore and guys online dating is not fun um it's not fun at all guys have tried to get me to download the whatsapp app which i refuse to download anymore they've tried proposing to me with the ring and manipulating me and money and all that other drama and jargon and i'm smart enough not to buy it but it's just the links guys will go to to find someone but to throw around the word love that's just that's that's yeah well i want to know what your definition of love is what is, what is love to you? My definition. What does that mean? Yeah. My definition of love. Hmm. You would think I can come up with an answer right away considering I've written so many poems on the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, how I define love is the capacity to love someone for who they are and to accept them for everything they are their flaws their fears their insecurities um that you shouldn't try to change them um and that it's like a yin and yang I know that's a real symbolic of um symbols and relationships um black and white um it should be you should be able to blend together into something beautiful um with his flaws, your flaws, and find a cohesive balance and perhaps be better versions of each other in the process. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. That's really pretty. Thanks. I'm so glad we're doing this. <laughs> often I get put in a hot seat on my own show. So. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So, okay. So that's your definition of love. And that's what it means to you. Now, what does it look like? What does it look like? Uh, what does it look like? Um, like, can you describe it? Like, what does it taste like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? What is it like? What, like, tell me, like, I want to know. Describe sure, it. sure. I'm trying to look into my own heart now. Um, <sighs> um, it's just a intense surge of emotions and butterflies i love butterflies <laughs> i have a freaking butterfly tattoo on my shoulder for crying out. <gasps> me too <laughs> see we def- we always make <laughs> that, that tattoo so um there's the yin and yang right there <laughs> it's true um, it's true <laughs> but um i think being present and is what I envision a romantic relation, being present and being there for that person, loyalty. Um, I have a great family, a great life, but, um, and I'm just going to be a little <laughs> vulnerable here. Um, yeah. Here. Um, I, I'm closer to my dad than I am my mom. My mom, mm-hmm. 
has her own issues, which are completely her own and I'm not going to get into, but she wasn't really present in my life. So I think that um, piggy banks on what I seek in relationships because I value communication so much because it was so lacking and just the fact that I would like that person to be present and not like a ghost. Um, so I, I picture love being present, being there in the moment with that person and just, yeah, <laughs> like, here. <laughs> but, um, no, I love it. I love that. I love that. Keep going. You're doing great. <laughs> I imagine it, that person being present in your life, um, not seeking, ah, I imagine that person being present. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, well, cause that's what, that's what all that, you know, there's like meditation and like all this stuff. And it's always like, just be present, just be present. I, I, I think that's a little bit easier said than done. Uh, are I'm, you, I know nobody's, huh? Hmm. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I know nobody is perfect, and I'm not expecting Romeo on a white horse or Heath Ledger on a weird burrito bus or something, and I'm just throwing out romantic characters. R.I.P. Heath Ledger, I love you. You were um, amazing. But um, I just want you there. Yeah. Being there is not that hard, and to acknowledge the fact that I am who I am and that you shouldn't try to change it. I feel like, and again, trying to date people is not easy. Like the thing that other guy who apparently is in a relationship now, (laughs) because we still talk, that's just who we are. um, Because I'm all for being friends with someone. I felt like I just had to throw everything I believed in for him and I shouldn't have to do that. So I'm, it should be equal. It should Should be. be. So I'm really adamant, especially now, um, 26. Well, (laughs) I say I'm 26, which I might as well come up and be 26 in a few days. (gasps) Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'm really adamant. Um, after that to not change for anyone like I am who I am if we take a serious path then so be it but I don't want to I don't want that to be um what's the word assumed already right like we're just gonna get in bed together and sleep around or something right right I value my beauty and my body and I have plenty of poems that would make anybody go loco. <laughs> of course you've heard some yes. <laughs> but um that is a part of me. It's who I am. I am a Scorpio. I know zodiac signs may play a factor to people, but either way, it's a part of me, but there's more facets to who I am. And I rather you love me for more than my body and my mind is what I value most huh. and I think guys undervalue that because I have big boobs which I can't believe I just said that but it's true congratulations to you I do not so <laughs> jealous 
<sighs> but yeah, I will say this, and this is like a weird um, memory that I felt like I should share. Um, it was high school, of course, Ooh. high school. Um, there's a million relationships. Um, me, of course, wanting one, but never could have one. Um, it was Valentine's Day. A day I'm not a fan of because there was balloons and hearts and everything. Um, I just wasn't, and there was couples, it was lunchtime, break time. Like, you know what? I can't handle this. Let me just go to walk and go to class early. So I'm walking down the stairwell and there's this guy. Um, I just got, I'm sorry. I just got sidetracked. I got a Snapchat notification, but I'm not going to look to see who it is. Do it. Do it. <laughs> um I was walking down the hallway um there was this guy um he said either he gave me a comic or said something um um I just I, I gave him like a one word answer and I just kept walking um he was referring to my boobs or my breasts um again kept walking I wanted I was really uncomfortable it was Valentine's Day I hated the fact that I was single um so I just kept walking um he was sort of hassling me and harassing me a bit and then I got down to the stairwell um and he grabbed my boob and (gasps) I just I was shot and I was uh, like I like like why did that just happen on this day like what the hell so I walked away um I think the bell rung in that instant I was shocked I was appalled I didn't know what to do I felt invaded um okay I have yes but like like that's not something I want guys to do so um yeah not okay at all I either I spoke to the resource officer either that day or the next day um and they told the um, disciplinary officer um and they spoke to the kid I guess outside or something um outside of me meeting with them and um she called my father um I, I did tell my dad and my um sister about the situation and they were livid about it um yeah I'm mad so um the resource officer called my dad about the situation and that they disciplined him or figured out what the next course of action like do you want to sue him or press charges on him and my dad's a pretty cool level-headed dad um but he has a temper obviously so (laughs) um he decided to not press charges um and I I, he may have got suspended I don't really quite remember the situation because this was oh come to think of it I'm pretty sure it was like ninth grade or ninth or tenth grade it was definitely high school but um it was just really it was a horrible <laughs> moment and to happen on valentine's day the day of love it was just not yeah. a fun moment and i keep thinking i should look at snapchat now but i'm not going to <laughs> no do it do it do it or here okay okay it's not even him it's my it's my best friend Xandra. so oh, cool. to look at now so <laughs> I could talk to her anytime. Um, because anyhow, um, yeah, that was a not fun high school memory. There's also middle school with this guy who's always always touching girls' butts and he tried to touch he touched mine. And unfortunately, I know him through grade school, so that was really uncomfortable and he's really creepy. And he got disciplined for that as well. But yeah, guys and just finding people, 
doesn't work out for me all that well. Yeah, that's traumatizing. And oh my gosh. Sexual harassment, I'm familiar with, unfortunately. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, but- I I get it to a certain extent, like you were children, but at the same time, like, come on. Oh I mean, in, in the thing with the middle school one, it's not like I didn't tell him to stop. I did tell, I mean, I did, I like, I walk, I like stayed out of his way. Yeah. He did it to all the other girls who were wild. <laughs> I'm just going to put it. Why down. does it seem like every girl I talk to has a story like that? Like that's, it's a nightmare out there. You guys, it's a nightmare. It was, <laughs> and I'm, I'm a, I keep to myself. I don't do anything. And uh, I just I in it would be a kid I know from grade school and we ended up in the same middle school and he was just so creepy and always trying to get with girls or flirt with them or mess with them and just he <sighs> made a message and it and it was and it was a bit it was middle school hallway we were like coming back from the gym or something heading into class it was a monster crowd around us so <laughs> and I don't know where the resource officer was or the disciplinary officer at the time but he just like went up from behind and just, I couldn't do much about it. And they're like, but I did tell um, someone eventually and they put a restraining order against them or something along those lines. But yes, sexual harassment occurred to me at least twice in my life, middle school, then high school. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I appreciate your sympathy and concern. That's, I mean, uh, it's still, unfortunately, that's still a common, I hope it's not, well, I want to say, I hope it's not a common thing, but that's not entirely true. It is a common thing as much as I don't want to believe that. But um, unfortunately, it just happened to happen to me. So, but um, it didn't get invasive or too far. So, well, thank God, but it shouldn't have gotten to that point at, yeah. you know, in the beginning. So, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We cannot end on that note. That's too, <laughs> we cannot end on that. Absolutely. Well, not. I refuse. <laughs> well, we could go with my icebreaker game. <gasps> okay. Um, that I do with everyone. And since you were on the last season, you haven't been introduced to it yet. Oh, so okay. I- I'm excited. So, the icebreaker game let me get my phone go to my notes here oh it's such a fun game and i was hoping to do it with you before (laughs) so oh i need my timer because it's part of oh what did i just do oh Uh oh what happened oh Okay, I thought I, I thought I erased it. So the game is called Song Association. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you don't have to be an average singer, Abigail. Trust me, karaoke and all shower singing is completely acceptable, truly. But okay. um, how the game works is I give you the word and you can either sing it, rap it, and it has to either be pertaining natural word, like it could be angel of mine, or it could be in the lyrics and say angel. It has to be in the song title or in the lyrics. However, you don't have the luxury of time. You have 15 seconds from the second I give you the word to try to sing it. 
in that time span. Oh my gosh. And okay. So, this is such a fun. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm scared. I'm going to change two of the words. I don't know the song. Episode. Actually, I'll just change one. I'll be nice. I'll just change one. What if I don't know the song? Oh no. (laughs) Is that hard? I just need to find my timer. A, B, C, D. It better be like that easy. (laughs) (sighs) See, I'm putting you in the hot seat too. You are, you are. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. I didn't tell you about this ahead of time. I just told you about putting you in. You didn't. All right, so the first word is heart. Heart, like the band? Uh, It wouldn't be a band, it would be a song. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad. Okay, let's do another one. Let's do another one. Oh my gosh, I'm so blanking. You should know this one because it's a really. Oh my god, I should have said my heart will go on by Celine Dion. What am I doing? Have you should have. This next word is a really popular song, and it pertains to our topic, so you should know it. The word is single. All single ladies. All single ladies. All single ladies. All single ladies. Snap a chance up. I don't know any more of that song. It's a song. So my fiance. So I that's why I picked the word single in honor of our episode. So normally that word would have been words, honestly. Yeah. Um, I changed it up in five seconds in honor of this episode. So oh, so you got one. I got one. I'm doing oak. I'm 50-50 right now. So the next last word maybe i should change the last word but i won't the last word is faith faith mm-hmm. okay. there's a song for faith fully you don't know it <laughs> do you know the artist i like yeah it. journey okay and okay I believe I believe in our awesome friendship that you won't lie to me. So I believe you. So I'll go with that. And- it's called Faith. The song. I don't know if I can use it though. It's called Faithfully by Journey. Well, faithfully counts. That counts. Okay. Faith. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that counts. Um, but yes, that is the end of our game. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. I want to do another one. <laughs> Maybe we can do it on your show. And you yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs and stuff. That would be fun. I, I, I do it for my guests. I don't participate. It tickles <laughs> for me, really. And it's a nice little icebreaker to what could be sometimes very serious conversations. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, that was so much fun. We've got to do it again <laughs> at some point. Oh, Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh my gosh, this was so much fun. I hope you had a good time. Of course. Thank you for taking the reins and putting me in the hot seat. Um, Being single is something that all of us go through, especially adapting to this pandemic, which we're two years into it, unfortunately, but we should soon be out of it with vaccinated people. Please get vaccinated 
if not for your health think of everybody else's health mm-hmm. that's just my own little spiel there i'm not gonna spill too much but anyhow thank you abigail for joining me to all my single people out there don't be afraid of being single it's not fun but enjoy it embrace it you truly do flourish in your single season and quite honestly this podcast wouldn't be as awesome as it is if I was in a relationship. So (laughs) be honest about that. So stay strong, stay fabulous. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you love the fact that your host Dion here was put in the hot seat for once, please feel free to tune into this on the following platforms. We are on Facebook at the Words of Fire podcast. We're also on YouTube and we're on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Wherever you listen to your podcast, please feel free to tune in, video, audio, however you choose to do so. If you could send it to the moon, the Milky Way, um, the Alpha Quadrant. Yes, I'm revealing my work <laughs> them right now. However you choose to send it to people, please do. And feel free to let me know how you enjoyed me being in the hot seat on Twitter at HeartWarrior24 and on Instagram at HeartWarrior25. So again, thank you for joining me, Abigail. This was so fun. And of course, you guys should check out her podcast, Manic Pixie Weirdo, which you can listen everywhere you listen to podcasts. So once again, stay healthy, stay awesome. And until next time, bye. Bye.